So can I ask a question around workplace? At the moment, there's a lot of stressful environments, people are getting burnout and um, are fearful uh, within their jobs. I think fear has come in because with technology, with everything uh, that we have at our fingertips now, the pace of life and work life has sped up beyond anybody's imagination and we struggle as human beings to keep up with that pace. We're fearful because if we can't keep up, the next person perhaps will be able to keep up. We will be out of a job. There's fear all the time. There's massive, massive pressure and then there's massive pressure on the people who are putting on pressure on us. Burnout happens because everyone is running faster and faster and faster and cannot, absolutely cannot stop. They don't dare fear. There's fear. It's nothing but that. And there is a way to stop that. What is the way? People come to me all the time with these problems. And what I find is that I have to quieten them first. And that's a big ask because uh, in this day and age, because of the, the pace of life, our monkey minds are working at double speed, perhaps even more. And we don't have space for clarity of thought as a result. We don't have space for ideas, for being objective. Everything is subjective because of fear. So in order to actually bring peace to the fearful mind, we need to meditate. Meditation takes you into a slightly different dimension of consciousness. It helps us still that monkey mind. You're not getting rid of it. It's there. It's useful in many respects, but you don't need it all the time. And if you have it all the time and you don't quieten, you're not taking a breath. You have to breathe to live. And if you can't breathe properly, you can't do anything else properly. So I always suggest that people meditate. I personally practice silent meditation because I think it's the most effective at pushing back the monkey mind. There are many types of meditation and all of them are valid. But for me, my preference is silent meditation. We need that silence. We need to quieten at a very deep level, at soul level, in order to allow in clarity of thought, in order to allow in ideas of a way forward, in order to be able to change what isn't working for us, whether it's in the workplace or life, work balance, which frequently isn't in balance at all. We've got to have space in our minds to be able to make a plan, understand what we need in order to exist healthily. And you hear all the time now, don't you, about uh, mental health problems frequently caused by the workplace and often perhaps even as much not caused by the workplace. It can be your home environment, it can be that you've just lost your way in life, that your life is changing due to circumstances outside your control and you haven't yet got quietened enough to be able to see a way forward. 
Yeah, so in the workplace, because we are so busy and talking about meditation, people have lead very busy lives, it's quite stressful. When do people create that time and space? Or if they're um, coming across a confrontational situation at work and they're triggered, you talk about knee-jerk reactions. How do we, in the moment, calm ourselves down to be able to um, put our points of view across well or calmly? Well, you obviously can't say to whoever it is that you're talking to, excuse me, I need half an hour to go and meditate and then I'll come back and tell you what I think. You actually have to take a breath and feel the quietness that you've created inside you. It actually is already there. It's just got pushed down and buried further and further down inside you so that it's not on tap when you need it. However, with meditation, you bring it nearer and nearer the surface and therefore you can take that breath that you take at the beginning of a meditation. You can feel that quietness, that stillness. And before you answer, you, that's what you need to do. And then you'll perhaps come in at a totally, totally different angle regarding that particular issue. So how would you describe that? Because, say, for example, you're in a stand-up situation with a manager or your boss. How do you take that breath without them noticing? Can you not take a breath without people noticing? And in fact, does it matter if they do? Mm, okay. Does it matter? How many times do you take a deep breath without thinking about it? We all do that. So I don't think that comes into it. That is how to avoid a knee-jerk reaction, because you actually give yourself a moment of the quiet that you can feel before you answer, respond. And taking it, it takes seconds for you to quieten, just seconds. And then you answer, perhaps in a much better way, and perhaps your own vibration is stiller. And therefore that, because you're emanating that different vibration, which is much calmer, much smoother, people will, will actually pick up on that and respond differently to you. But if you're in a kerfuffle and you're in a state, you're going to emanate that unquiet, jagged energy that then everyone else picks up on and perhaps they respond in a much more jagged, confrontational way than they might otherwise have. So how many people do you think you see on a daily basis that come to you with workplace issues or struggling with work-life balance if they've got young families, for example, or yeah. working parents and there's no time? No time. No time to meditate or think or how There's do you always time to meditate. And I always think to myself, you know, there's always time for a cup of coffee. There's always time to have a phone call. There's always time for things that you actually enjoy doing. Now, meditation to start with might be a bit labored. It's something you have to practice and train yourself into. So it, it takes application on your part. You know, you have to meet it halfway and then it will, it will become something that is natural to you. There's always time when I, when I divorced, I had two small children and I had to work very hard for us to be able to eat and keep a roof over our heads and feed the children, dress the children. And I was rushing off to take them to school before I, I started work. If I hadn't got up half an hour earlier, 
And that, you know, sometimes it was half past five or six o'clock in the morning. If I didn't do that, I wouldn't have got my meditation in at a time that suited me. And for me, a suitable time for meditation is before you start your day. When you start your day, you want to be in a good frame of mind, in a grounded position. And then whatever the day throws at you, you're in a better place to deal with it. Can you explain that a bit more? So for someone who's never meditated, okay, how does it calm you for, for um, situations you might deal with, as you say, thrown at you during the day? But later, how does that come into play? Well, then again, um, this, this is after you've been meditating for a while. It doesn't just happen. You don't just wave a magic wand and meditate once and find that suddenly you have all these, these things that you can use. Um, you've meditated and you quieten. Because of the quietness inside you, you are thinking with more clarity. You actually become more efficient. You slow down, but you become more efficient. You're not speeding through. Therefore, when an issue comes in that you've got to deal with, you're human, so you'll probably go, oh, you know, a few swear words, and then think, okay, now how can I best deal with this? Instead of, oh my God, this has happened, everything's going to go wrong, and you're thinking, first of all, negatively, and secondly, panicking, knee-jerk reaction, there's no way you've got any clarity in your thought process there. Meditation, because you keep practicing, and it is a daily practice, because you practice daily, you have quietened and you will have quietened so much and at such a, a, a deep level that it's natural to you, it becomes your your default position, not to knee-jerk react. It's like anything else, isn't it? It's like learning to ride a bike. You know, you're wobbling around, you fall off, you, it's, you know, it's dreadful, whatever. You get up and all of a sudden, it's natural. That's what you do. You get on your bike and you ride it. It's the same with meditation. It's the same with, I think, anything that you have to learn to do. For it to become automatic, there has to be the practice to start with and then it all falls into place. Explaining it any better than that is difficult. It's a very hard thing to articulate. It's an experience and it is the experience that explains it to you. But it's a, a, a huge necessity in all our lives, whether it's the workplace, whether it's home life, whatever. Maybe you're in a, a terrible partnership or marriage or whatever. Meditation gives you a tool for life. And it's a phrase I use often because it really is a tool. You learn to manage your life, whatever it brings in. Whereas before you had the same issues coming in, but no way to manage, no way to manage it. Your life isn't gonna change so it's suddenly all wonderful and you're floating on a cloud in cloud cuckoo land because there is, you know, the, the, you're, you're living in the physical. You have all the problems that every human being faces every day. The difference is you now have a way, a tool, tools in fact, with which to deal with different situations. Does it always work? I have to be absolutely honest and say no, we are human. We fall off track. 
it happens. But we know how to get back on track. 